Today we see the failure and forgiveness of Moses, the man through whom God gives the law and to whom uh, many Jewish people will look to as the source of their uh, religious ideology and beliefs. And yet we see him uh, fail. Um, in the middle of Numbers 20, we see Moses striking the rock. And when we say, you know, what's, so, what's the big deal? Um, it is because God tells him in verse 7 and 8 to speak to the rock and to call forth water. And instead, he strikes the rock. Now, it is not that action itself, but we see is the heart and the attitude of Moses, um, which is that he doesn't want to lead these people anymore. Um, the waters of Meribah, this is not the first time that they haven't had water. And this, yet they grumble again instead of simply just asking God for water. Moses is tired of them. And God knows this. Uh, and he tells him, right, that because you did not believe me, verse 12, uh, that you shall not bring the people into the land. And now I think this is interesting that we see uh, the forgiveness in some way is the consequence that God is seeing the heart of Moses who doesn't want to lead these people into the promised land anymore. And so God says, you're not going to, you won't have to. I think we forget a lot of times that when we do actions of sin, that we do so because we have hearts of sin, because we have beliefs of sin. And so many times the consequences to our actions, we often perceive as punishments, but is it really? Or is it God trying to show us what our hearts really are? And do we trust that if you know we are not ready to go into a new situation with those hearts, that God will keep us from that? Uh, we see this then followed by um, the refusal of Edom, uh, the descendants of Esau, to allow Moses and Israel to even just go through their land. And I think that it is important to see here in context of Moses striking the rock, because Moses striking the rock, what is the problem? That he doesn't have the heart towards God. And then he is seen or he is shown ultimately what does that look like? Edom is the ultimate heart against God, where God's people want to come through and bless you and literally take nothing from you. And yet you are so distrustful of that that you would not allow them to, to pass. And Edom to, will be then excluded from uh, the kingdom of God. Now, all of this is bookended at the beginning of this chapter with the death of Miriam and the end of the chapter of the death of Aaron. And here, I think we see not only the struggle of Moses and maybe why he was so exacerbated, because his sister had just died, and he's thinking, you know, I don't want to go in with these people without my, um, not people as in kingdom, but my family, right, without the people that I, I love and care for and trust. But we also see here the forgiveness and the hope because in the death of Aaron, his role as high priest is going to be passed on. Um, that the objects, the uh, Urim and the Thorim and all the other stuff, right, are given to him. Um, but that Moses and Eleazar then come down uh, the mountain and they weep and they mourn, but they know that it continues, right? And here's the forgiveness, even for Moses, that though he himself is no longer going to be able to fulfill the function that God has given him, somebody else will. 
uh, and that God's forgiveness for us as individuals is really seen in his will being continually done in the community of God. That forgiveness is not something that is just between us and God, but oftentimes that the action or the follow through of that forgiveness is something that God does in our midst. Um, and so for any of you, right, that have personal, right, sins and struggles and failures, I really want you to consider what forgiveness means, not only for you as an individual, but what does it mean for the, the life that God has given you and the community in which he has placed you.